Hello, this is Skip Intro. Welcome to the show. I'm Lee Trilin in the studio with me today in McNally, Bahi Yusuf and Julian Yap. And, um, you know, here on the show, we talk about a number of things. We talk about the films we watch. We talk about the TV shows or the TV streams or the stream show, whatever. The point is there's a lot of stuff to watch at the moment. A lot of it lives online and a lot of it lives on a little something you may have heard of called YouTube. So today we're talking about our favorite YouTube channels, um, the things that we found, why we like it, um, Share yours as well. Are you a big YouTuber? Uh, do you enjoy it? WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at SkipIntroMY. Write us at movies at bfm.my. Okay, who wants to share their internet habits first? Well, you know, just to kind of... It's nice to see that YouTube's not all Nazis and far-right nutjobs. So I happened across a site a couple of years ago when my girlfriend went to Japan with her family to go to Universal Studios. And I'd never... I just got into a research hole looking up the Jaws ride because I wasn't sure. We, I know there's no Jaws ride in Singapore Universal, even mm. though it's they have that kind of lake thing. Mm. They've got the little like fishing cove thing. Yeah, and mm. I was always thinking of Kevin Smith's um, Mall Rats where he wants to propose when the shark comes out of the water at the end of the Jaws ride. And I was like, I've never seen the Jaws ride. Where is the Jaws ride? And I started <laughs> looking up stuff on the internet as you do. And I happened across a little channel called Defunct Land. The creative head of Universal Studios Florida was former Disney Imagineer and Steven Spielberg's college roommate, Peter Alexander. Universal had no experience creating epic attractions like Disney's, so the management was worried about the concept of the Florida park. The first version of the ride cost $30 million to make in the late 1980s, and the results were... interesting. The original Jaws ride took guests on a pontoon boat captained by a employee, who would guide the boat on a tour of Amity, the town in Jaws. Then shockingly, the guests spot a... Shark! 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 So they started in 2017. It's run by a guy called Kevin Perger. And I found on his site, it was basically the history of the ride. And I was immediately hooked because he's a very calming voice. And he talks through how the ride got started, what happened with it. The new, And it's always like the things he chooses always have problems mm. and like numerous problems with it in the original US locations and then in Japan and what's left in different places and where you can see little remnants of the ride and then I fell down a YouTube hole and I just subscribed and started watching it over and over and over again because there was uh, the history of Back to the Future the ride which I'll never get a chance to go on because it no longer exists the the history of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea which I had heard of before which it was a Captain Nemo ride and eventually it became a Finding Nemo ride. What? <laughs> <laughs> this one is wild. I got to say, this. okay, wait, hold up. Disney had actually made like actual working submarines for this ride, but yeah. the ride was so expensive to run that they actually ended up um, keeping some, one or two of the submarines, but they actually sold off the rest for parts. Yeah. Um, but and they actually, actually paid mermaids to swim beside yeah. the boat in tails holding their breath. And the water oh. used to be green. Yeah. It's the nerdiest, nerdiest YouTube channel. Oof. And he's he's uh, they've expanded out uh, a little bit. Like so, there's rides. I've looked at shows about rides I've never or parks I'll never even heard of, and mm. they're still very interesting. But he started doing some TV stuff as well. So like the history of Bear and the Big Blue House, which was after my generation of kids stuff, but it's interesting to see how those things came about and what happened to them in the end. Wait, he so just he did... doesn't just do rides anymore? Cause no. Because I've seen that channel come up on my YouTube feed and I was not a big rides guy and I'm just like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. pretty exciting. Wait, he does TV now? I... So he's on a podcast uh, which in he was he's, he's interviewed some of the Disney Imagineers and the one that got me this week again because you, you know YouTube messes with your recommendations. Sometimes it's like, I'm subscribed to this channel. Why haven't mm. I seen anything for it for mm. six months? 
they have had a six-part series on Jim Henson's career, starting oh. with the, the, the history of the first Muppet Show, Simon Friends, and the Curse of Sesame Street, the history of the actual Muppet Show, the history of Fraggle Rock, and the history of Muppet Babies. All these shows are basically the history of. Oh. And um, I've watched most of these in the wrong order because thanks, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And the Muppet, Maybe, Muppet Babies one and Fraggle Rock were giant nostalgia holes for me. And he gets a lot of like the Salmon Friends thing. I never heard of Jim Henson's Salmon Friends mm. show. And he has some footage of it. And he has insights from biographies. And it's a really calming, interesting show to watch. Do they, are they, te- do they tend to be long episodes? Um, the they can be 15 or whatever like that but the Jim Henson ones some of them go as long as 40 minutes we're talking about the, oh. the, the Muppet show and they have the same ads that everything on the internet has you know the ones we're not giving them by names they have Muppets doing those ads at oh, the wow. beginning of the thing which is a nice touch because yeah. they're getting sponsored now yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's a defunct they call it defunct TV oh that's cool so huge and entertaining if you have any interest in, in rides and Disney and all that kind of stuff it's a great watch cool okay hmm. um you know, Julian, you said earlier that like this is the nerdiest channel. I have a feeling, just a sneaking suspicion, <laughs> that anything that we're going to be talking about today is going to That's be like true. deeply oh, yeah. nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's your nerd out? So um, I would like to bring up uh, the Monster Factory series by the McElroy brothers, specifically Griffin and Justin McElroy. Gorblimey, me, Justin. We're back with another episode of Monster Factory. I'm here with my best friend, who I think is Don Bradman. Don Bradman teaches cricket. Don, Don Bradman's 13th sequel to cricket. Whether he's a coach or a player or a manager or an owner or a commentator. We're not quite sure. We're trying to find Don. Um, so these two brothers, they go into video game character creation designer... Um, Two sets. Yeah. And they create, well, basically, they create monsters in their factory and they go into um, the games and they play as these characters. And, like, it, it does sound weird, but it's more enjoyable than it sounds. It's sort of, it's purely for entertainment. So it's basically these two brothers, of course, they're very funny. They play off each other really well just because, you know, they know each other so well. They've been playing video games their entire lives growing up. And it's really fun just sort of going into a character creator and just going all out so sort of like imagine going into second life second life a computer game <laughs> i don't if think it, you're helping anybody no yeah <laughs> but um second life um if anyone doesn't know is very famously notoriously terrible yeah. and full of just the worst things on the internet and imagine going in there and you know what we're gonna clean up second life and you know what that needs second life needs a mayor so we're gonna create a boy mayor of second life and you know what he needs big ears because he's gonna have to listen to all of his constituents talking oh. to him and he's gonna need the biggest feet and the biggest boots possible because he's gonna have to be on that campaign trail and have a lot of fun yeah. it's comp- it's wild and so it's not like they're playing the game it's not yeah. like no. they build a silly character and go on a walkthrough no. These, no these guys are like their banter is so good they have built a media empire around it they play yeah. rpg games they do this and it is like the best version of streaming yeah. that you have in your head when you think it's about streaming you look at it and you're someone just like i'm gonna go over here and go and look in this box oh look at this thing i'm gonna go over here it's just basically the best thing that can come out of improv and comedy improv mm. and they're um, laughing the whole time as well. yes, okay yeah. okay 
I've never heard of this channel. Don't know anything about it. Yeah. Recommend me one video. Fallout 4. That was the, quick. The final <laughs> Pam. I can't even say how many times I've watched this. It's Hang embarrassing. On. Let me take it down. Fallout 4. Fallout 4. Fallout 4. The okay. final Pam. They create just the most terrifying woman you'll ever meet in your life. But she's so, <laughs> so powerful. The kind of energy that she exudes is ridiculous. Is it one of the Tiger Woods ones is pretty good as well? Because when yeah. they're playing the golf, they just start commentating on themselves playing golf badly. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's, and they're making up words for like huh. different holes and stuff. And mm-hmm. they're just, they're cackling and it's infectious. And, yeah. And it's not just that it's funny because obviously when you're playing with character creation, you're playing with actual looks that features that, you know, people might have in real life. It's, it's a very fine line to tread, but it's basically the whole philosophy that the McElroys have, not just Justin and Griffin, but also the whole family just through their podcast thing is just basically is to do good and be good. It's very wholesome and it's, you know, we are never going to laugh at anybody. We'll be laughing with mm. someone and it's, um, you know, they call them their sweet little children. Like they Don't, make that's creepy. Yeah. No, 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 but they kind of make works in the show. Yeah, and it's like, here's my beautiful baby boy. I'm going to take care of him and it... And well, it's a hideous it, deformed creature that's yeah. like stomping around with the idle animation while mm-hmm. they're talking over it. Spore is fantastic if you want to yeah. if you watch that because they create the sequel to dogs <laughs> called <laughs> Ja'am. <laughs> and it's, I think it's sort of really great especially now and it kind of fits in the media kind of sphere that we have because um, if you think of like Mike Schur yeah. And, um, you know, his kind of approach to comedy with like The Good Place and Brooklyn, Nine- Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Parks and Rec, where it's sort of very good, wholesome, good-natured comedy. It's very sweet. It's very, yeah, yeah mm. good nature is a good word for it. Okay, cool. I'll definitely check that out. I'm interested and yet my head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's, yeah, just listening to that, I was like, ooh, this sounds really good, but ooh, what's happening? So <laughs> I will take you up on McElroy Brothers Monster Factory Fallout 4 Final Pam. Okay, and before that, we had Defunct. Defunct Land and the Jim Henson Defunct TV series. Excellent. Um, We're going to be talking about more of our favorite YouTube channels right after this. Tell us yours. WhatsApp us, 018-789-8899. Tweet us at SkipIntroMY. Write us at movies at bfm.my. Break from monotony. BFM 89.9. Hello, you are listening to Skip Intro with Lynn, Bahid, Julian and Ian. Today we're talking about our favourite YouTube channels, the things that we like to watch mindlessly to just numb the pain. Um, so, so far we've had two. Um, I'll go next. I wanted to talk about... So I use YouTube in a very, very, very functional way, I have to say. Um, do I need something? Do I need to know something? Do I need to clip something? Do I need to learn how to pronounce things? Like, that's usually my reason for using YouTube. Um, but the one exception, two exceptions, uh, but the main one that I kind of really will go all out and, ooh, they have a new thing, is the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. Mm, I like me the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. It's so good. It's so great. (laughs) It's so good. With garlic, there's the same thing, like if something's eating it, it's a self-defense mechanism that the garlic has where it'll form a thing called allicin. When something is crushing the cell walls, it thinks it's getting eaten or attacked. So it starts to make the allicin. And the allicin is what's really, really good for you in garlic. So they have several series. They have um, A Pastry Chef Makes, for example. Uh, They have recently a little thing of them all trying to, six episodes of them trying to make the best pizza, yeah. um, you know, which breaks down to like, what is the best dough? What are the best toppings? Let's make sauce for like 15 minutes. And um, and they have all that. They also have um, 
Carla Lali music cooking back to back with famous people where she just gives instructions and they've got to cook with her. Oh. Um, they've got It's Alive with Brad, which is... I love Brad. Brad is wonderful. So he looks like a jot, but he just sounds like the greatest guy you want to hang out with. He's a golden retriever in a human yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, and he's also got his partner in crime, Vinny, Vincenzo. Vincent, you know, it's just, it's so great. There, there are all these little quirks about the channel and yet the production value is so crazy yeah. high. Um, you're, you're watching travelogues, it's food stuff. Uh, the test kitchen looks like, I want, to, I want it to be my home. There are just so <laughs> many things. I want to live in the fridge. I, I don't know. It's just, there are so many things about the channel that I find incredibly pleasing. Um, it's taught me to cook better. Um, it makes things look achievable. I love Brad. I also really enjoy Carla. Um, mm. Carla is like, I just want to, I, I keep saying this, like, I want to live in her house. <laughs> I want to eat her food. Not creepy. Um, so yeah, you know, Bon Appetit turns me into a real creep. Uh, I really enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I love watching Bon Appetit as well. The other one, I, the other one I was going to sort of add on to that would be something like Binging with Babish, yeah, which is also just like borderline food porn, I think. But you know, I mean, I was hooked the first time I put it on, and it's the opening theme song for Frasier. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, this is my home. <laughs> this is this is where I belong. Um, but that's not my choice. My choice is complete Nerdville Vox, the Vox YouTube channel. This is John Coltrane's Giant Steps. It's considered one of the most important jazz albums of all time. It cemented John Coltrane as a legend among jazz saxophonists and composers, and it's home to one of the most revered and feared compositions in jazz history. The reason why the album's title track is so iconic can be heard in its first few seconds. I love the the different series they do. They do a lot of sort of like standalone stuff, but if you go through their YouTube channel, they, you will see that they do a lot of these literally series calls, right? So some, so they've got a few called so like ones called uh, Vox Borders. I'm sure some of you would have seen that. It's the one where they talk about weird and interesting and strange borders, either between countries or even just between mm. states. It's a really, really interesting look at not only the history of something, but also how it affects the current people, the political climate, etc., etc. And it's very jazzy. I mean, it's yeah. done in a very sort of snappy, yes. quick moving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very super slick. Slick's the word, right? It's Everything's very well designed. Everything's very well graphicked out, you know? Um, one of my absolute favorites is the series called Earworm where they go into a deep dive on music. Oh, man, that's one of those ones that fell off my dash. I used to, listen, I used to, I used to remember that channel that yeah. didn't appear anymore. Yeah, yeah, Earworm's amazing, right? So they'll go into the history of jazz on how John Coltrane wrote this song about how, you know, the song Giant Steps is one of the most uh, feared jazz tracks around. They go into the history of the album labels. Uh, they go into the history of just different musical style it's amazing earworm is just for that nerd in you right they talk about they talk about the the band the, nerd they talk about gray poupon the spread the bread spread that has shown up on like these rap songs as a label of having achieved success or richness oh so it's this idea that oh when i've made it i'm going to put gray poupon on my bread and it's just like they go into that <laughs> you go like, yes i never noticed it but now i want to know more 
I haven't watched a lot of Vox, but the few that I have watched, I think it's the same with Defunct Lens, even same with Bon Appetit. I think it's just the information is condensed, in, but it's so succinct and it's mm, spread mm. out in such a good way that it makes it very digestible. And very entertaining. And it's all stuff that you want to know, but you just never thought yeah. you'd want to mm. know. The history of the Nike swoosh. Yeah. Sure. sure. Why not? It's like the opposite of when you're actually trying to find something out like IT related, like how to reboot your router and <laughs> yeah. you have to skip through the video. <laughs> yes, it's like yeah. a 25 minute video. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'll go over here. And, and it's just like this. It's just like a really bad shot. Well, terribly lit of a modem and a guy going so this is your modem yes they're always talking so quiet <laughs> yeah. if you turn it over you will see right where you plugged it in skip 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 skip, 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 skip. <laughs> yeah. Pop, 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 pop. yeah there's always a moment let me turn away from the mic so that you can't really <laughs> you hear me like very that. well yeah it's it infuriates me um <laughs> I do want to ask, though, what is everybody's viewing habits when it comes to YouTube? Like, do you actually kind of, um, do you visit YouTube daily and just watch through mm. all the videos you've missed? Uh, do you specifically go to your channel and go like, ooh, what's new? I mean, how do you, how do you watch it? For me, I don't have Astro at home. It's replaced channel surfing. Mm. You know, when so how you, do you have, it? you have it on your telly? I have it on my telly. Yeah. So my, my television is one of those smart TVs. It's got a YouTube option on it. Anyway, it's... You know when you used to just come home after a long day at work, you just turn on the TV and just click, 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 and look for something to jump into? YouTube does that for me. I Only there's actually interesting stuff on. Only, that's <laughs> because, there's some, and only because, yeah. Like, for me, Netflix is uh, appointment viewing. Yeah. I, you know, oh, I have to watch the new Stranger Things. I have to watch the new season of Dark. Whereas, I'm just, it's nine o'clock. I just got home from a long day at work. I just want to sit in front of the TV and, and just go like, what's on? Oh, there's a new Bon Appetit episode. Oh, they're making gourmet make sneakers. You know, like, oh, I'm going to watch that. Yeah. So that, that's what it is for me. I have the same. It's hooked up to my TV through the Xbox, which has a nice inter- nice enough interface. Mm. But we also have some daily vloggers, which I'm sure we'll get to in some embarrassing future episode that we watch while we're eating because it's if you don't, it's not like watching Game of Thrones. When you're looking at your pasta, you're not going to miss a plot point. Yep. And it's comfort food mm. and... After we've done those, then I might jump into some of the old feeds that I haven't seen in a while. I end my day with a Bon Appetit episode hmm. or a Binging with Babish episode, mm. one or the other. Just be- Even if I've watched them before, I think I've watched It's Alive with Bread multiple times over and over just because... But why not? You know, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny, it's sweet, It's you learn stuff. Yeah, and even with the new episodes, I n- because they're not exactly... There's no schedule, but I do mm. know they're regular enough that I'm not anticipating it. I'm Have you not, not rung the bell? No, I don't, I don't like to do that. You want to be surprised when yeah. you get home and you're standing around, oh, yeah. there's a new episode mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, And sort of, I'm, I don't feel tied to it. I don't feel any obligation, but I kind of like knowing that if I log in and I open YouTube, I can see that there will be a new episode. I watch YouTube only on the weekends. Oh. So yeah, so I'm pretty old school in my house setup in the sense that there's still Astro. I have Netflix um, and then there are just any number of ways for me to watch stuff, right? Yeah. So I still traditionally channel surf. Um, YouTube, you're, uh, Netflix is one of those things... You you're right. I think it's hard. Like either you have to know what you want, mm. or you get in there and you're lost, and half an hour later you haven't picked something. Or you yeah. might end up watching anime. Or <laughs> I just half an hour later I just go, no, I'm going to go to YouTube now. Which really frustrates me because <laughs> yeah. you spent that you half spent, hour. Yeah, gonna watch um, something. But I I start my weekend uh, with Bon Appetit. Oh. Yeah, so it's on like a laptop or on the um, TV. On, well, it's usually at my partner's house because he doesn't have um, any of those <laughs> channels. So then I'm stuck with the YouTube thing, and then I'm like. 
Bon Appetit, Pastor. And then we just start watching Bon Appetit. And but there's on so, the TV, not on a laptop, right? Uh, yeah, that, on I the think, TV. Yeah, because I think that's an interesting thing about how people watch these days. Mm. It has become oh. a TV thing because yeah. it was a computer thing for so many years. Yes. It's a phone thing for me. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. I, I get that too. Um, tell us, how are you watching your YouTube? How are you using YouTube? What are your favorite channels? Um, we will probably do this again, so we'll talk about it then as well. Um, Smash what, that like button, hit that subscribe, ring that bell. <laughs> WhatsApp us as well. Uh, 018-789-8899. Tweet us at Skip Intro MY and write us at movies at bfm.my. You've been listening to Skip Intro BFM 89.9.